Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, though, so Randy looked it up. Subway is still the largest fast food restaurant chain yep. in the United States. 41,600 locations. Number two is McDonald's with 38,695. Number three, Starbucks. How about that? All right. Well, Tater's enjoying our Bojangles biscuit, famous chicken and biscuits. I was going to share, but now I'm not going (laughs) to. All right, let's jump out and catch you up on your news. Brand new tune from Hoyton, 20 Minutes. December the 14th. And you got the big show on the radio here. Most of us here. I see me in the reflection. Uh-huh. I see Billy. Yep. yep Randy. Yep. Hello. Jackie. Andy. Behind the glass. Good to see you back, Andrew. Cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> that right, you golden-voced rascal. You. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> we got a guy with a golden voice. He's the only guy we don't let talk on the show. I still don't understand. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see what's special about it. Oh, hey, Marcy. Good morning. Hi. Hey, little tight Hello. So good to see you. <laughs> it's National, I thought it was Billy Bassy Day, but uh, you say that's a French word. Can you pronounce it Boula Base? Booyah Base. Is yeah. it Booyah? You don't pronounce L's? Yeah. Booyah. Booyah Base. Says the French are known for many a great recipe. No. <laughs> That's right, John Boy. Their food inspires travel to France for a taste of the authentic. Ah, all right. Well, this bouillabaisse originated in the Portrait of Marcel. 
Marseille. Marseille. Yeah, yeah. there go the L's again. They have me. a different pronunciation for everything. <laughs> never speak for I know Coast of Marseille. Oh, Jimmy mm-hmm. Buffett song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, right on the coast of Marseille. Got some booyah bass. <laughs> All right, enough about the booyah bass. I can't figure no, that out. No, I keep out. going with it. This nah. is good stuff. You got any fennel seed? Orange zest? You <laughs> need do. that for it. All right. <laughs> Uh, oh, here you go. Here's something. It is National Alabama Day. Finally, something with gravy on it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Recognize the heart of Dixie, the 22nd state to join the Union. Alabama has played pivotal roles in U.S. history, scientific advancements, and its magnificent landscapes attract visitors from far and wide. Mm-hmm. And they'll pronounce a L down there, mm-hmm. Alabama. All right. What the hell are you looking at there? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got three days in history saved up, see? So it's just perfect. We'll get our first prize pack out and go ahead and tell you the daily stuff you can win is a, uh, it's got the name. This is Safari the Giraffe from Africa. Yeah. It's like a beanie baby tag in its ear, the little heart with a T-Y on it. Mm-hmm. And a Just like you find them in the wild in Africa. <laughs> yeah, they sealed little plastic bag. Oh, another great stocking stuffer for Christmas. Like a baby. So cute. <clears throat> no. Stop it. What? All right. Uh, so, okay. So, all right. That's the Enterprise Pack. Okay, yeah, we're set to go. All right. We're going to have a good one. Oh, by the way, later this morning, Oh, buddy, Ryan from E60 ESPN is a special uh, deal on Bubba Wallace tonight on the big ESPN. We'll find out all about that <clears throat> with Ryan coming here. All right, we wake up. Uh, cleared the throat. Okay, big shows on the radio. It's working. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize pack today is a Mount Olive Pickle prize pack. Spending time with family and friends during the holidays has never been more important. And for nearly 100 years, Mount Olive Pickle Company has been part of holiday traditions. And our customers are the reason we are committed to excellence. Thank you from the Mount Olive Pickle Company family. All right, let's get you set up here at our three dates in history where we'll get our categories. December the 14th, it was on this date, 1961, Jimmy Dean's Big Bad John became the first country music song to get an official gold record from the Recording Industry Association of America after hitting number one on both the country and pop music charts. How about that? Yeah, Big Bad John. We'll celebrate with the closest thing we have to that at the bottom of the hour. Hang on for that. And move up. This date, 1985, America's winningest high school football coach called it quits. Gordon Wood, 71, of Brownwood High School in Central Texas, retired after 43 years. The Woods sported a career record of 405 wins, 88 losses, and 12 ties. The football stadium at Brownwood High has been rebuilt and named for Coach Wood. Welcome to the Gordon Dome. <laughs> Uh, finally, it was on this day, 1989, New York City police announced they had lost the trail of Silvio Matos, who had registered her car under 19 different addresses what? with 36 different license plates. Damn. She had 2,800 unpaid parking tickets ah. with a record total of $171,000 in fines. Dude. 
<laughs> I think she'd just park wherever she wanted yeah, to and then so. change license plates. It, yeah, oh, that seems like it would be much cheaper. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, there's the categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOW. She told Freeline, come on, we play Outburst. Next. Good Tuesday morning, it's Big Show on the radio. And a video today brought to you by Nickel Store in Rock Hill, South Carolina, your hunter's paradise. You go to Christmas gifts for the outdoors man or woman on your list. And check this video out. The Trunk Monkey Theft Retrieval System. I really wish this was true. I'd yeah. give me one there. There's a bunch of these trunk monkey spots. It was like a campaign for car dealerships. <laughs> Billy said he thought they, they may have even run here in Charlotte. Uh, I, I had never seen it before, man. It's funny, it's though. Funny Great stuff. campaign. Well, make your daily visit. Check it out at TheBigShow.com. And right now, let's get the winning beginning. Outburst. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Say hey to Cody from Bluefield, Virginia. morning cody good morning how y'all doing good morning hey. we're all good cody welcome in here my boy all right let's get these three categories out in front of you and wheel through and get you a prize pack you ready to go yes sir here we go then in five seconds three things made out of gold ready go teeth jewelry and coins bam now we need three sports played in high school. Ready to go? Right, football, baseball, basketball. And for the win, three important parts of an address. Ready to go? Street name, number, zip code. And Bam. it's Cody Bluefield. <laughs> Winning the huge Mount Island Pickle Prize Pack. Cody, you enjoy for the holidays, my boy. Oh, you're naming a hat for that little giraffe in the plastic bag I'm giving away as well. Oh. All right, well, thank you. Can I give a shout out? Of quick? course, you can. All right, I'd love to give a shout out to my beautiful wife, Chloe, and my little brother, Chase. Well, all right, Cody. Appreciate you and yours listening to the big show. All right, you too. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, buddy. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Right on the other side, closest thing we got to Jimmy Dean's Big Bad John. First gold record in history. Hey, wait for it.
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Honor Jimmy Dean's gold record, Big Bad John. Here's the closest thing we got to it from Pinkerton Bowden. song here about the uh, art of songwriting which is of course keep it simple use as few words as possible you ought to know Richard yeah I learned it all from you Sandy <laughs> well every morning at the mine you could see him arrive it stood six foot six you could see him arrive kind of broad at the shoulder narrow at the hip Everybody knew he was narrow at the hip. <laughs> Bad John. <laughs> Nobody seemed to know where John called home. He just drifted into town, never called home. He didn't say much, he's kind of quiet and shy. If he spoke at all, he didn't say much, he's kind of quiet and shy. Bad John. Bad John. Bad Big John. Somebody said he came from New Orleans, where he got in a fight down in New Orleans, and a crashing blow from his huge right hand killed a Louisiana fellow with a huge right hand. Bad John. Then came one day at the bottom of the mine when a timber cracked at the bottom of the mine. Miners were praying and hearts beat fast. Everybody knew that their hearts was beating fast. That John. Bad John. Bad John. Bad Big John. Ooh, all right, let's raise it up. his strength he gave a mighty shove then a miner yelled out he gave gave a a mighty shove shove. (laughs) 20 men scrambled from a would-be grave now there's only one in that would-be grave and that's john with jacks and timbers they started back down then came that rumble as they started back down and the smoking gas belched out of that mine everybody knew it was smoking gas belching out of that mine Bad John, bad John, bad big John. (laughs) All right, sensitive boys. Well, they never reopened that worthless pit. They just placed a marble stand on that worthless pit. These few words are written on that stand. At the bottom of this mine was written on that stand. <laughs> Bad job. Bad job. Bad big job.
Good Tuesday morning. Big shows on the radio. Here's that Christmas story from Jeff Pillars. One morning while I was doing chores and drinking coffee, I happened to look at the calendar. December 1st already? It only took me a second to realize this would be my first Christmas without Mom. I lost her that June. It knocked the wind out of me. I sat in the kitchen, tears rolling down my face as I thought of Christmas's past. Mom loved Christmas so much. When I was grown and had moved away, I still made sure to try to visit at the holidays when I could. If it wasn't possible, she would call and we'd talk as she opened her gifts. You do too much, she'd always say. But she never sent anything back. Mom was a tiny little woman. She could eat anything in any amount and never gain a pound. Sadly, a trait I didn't inherit. But let me tell you, I come by my fat honest. My mom could cook. And when she and my aunt got in the kitchen to start baking for the holidays, I promptly found the bathroom scale and hid it. In the old days, everything was from scratch. No mixes or tubes of dough. What she did was nothing short of magical. She could take a loaf of white bread, a dozen eggs, some milk and vanilla, and make the most unbelievable bread pudding you ever tasted. If you found a store-bought cake or cookie that you liked, she could eat one piece and then duplicate it exactly. That was her superpower. Forget that fruitcake you buy in the stores. She would make fruitcake so dense and rich you could anchor a boat with it. Delicious. But my favorite were the simple little Christmas cookies she made. It wasn't Christmas until those cookies made an appearance. She used an old-fashioned cookie press and made little wreaths and candy canes and Christmas trees. She'd use red or green food coloring and then top them with the most unbelievable homemade frosting. And sprinkles, of course. They never left the kitchen without sprinkles. I spent the first few days of December trying to get my head around her not being there. No matter what I did or where I went, I'd see something that reminded me of her. Then one night, while I was looking for something in the cupboard, I found her old recipe box. She'd sent it to my daughter so she could have all her old recipes when she grew up. It didn't look like it, but this little tattered brown box was filled with treasures more valuable than any gold. I flipped through the cards. Stuffed cabbage, chopped suey, smothered meatloaf, potato salad, homemade noodles. I'm not sure how it's possible, but as I read them, I could taste each one. I got to the last card. Christmas cookies. It was her recipe. At that moment, I knew what I had to do. I got online and I found an old-fashioned cookie press. I stopped by the store and got the ingredients. After a few tries, I got very, very close. It wasn't Mom's cookies, but it was as near as I could get. There I sat, with a mountain of Christmas cookies. But it just wasn't the same without her there. I missed the way we sat and talked over coffee and cookies. I'm sure they'd taste better if she was here. But she wasn't. So I gently wrapped them and put them in the freezer. I was getting ready one morning and I looked at a picture I had of her on my dresser. And it gave me an idea. I put the picture up on one side of the kitchen table. And I sat on the other side. And between us, a plate of those Christmas cookies. Coffee for me. And on my mom's side, 
I put a cup of Sanka, her favorite. The second I sat down, I was completely overwhelmed with emotion. When I managed to compose myself, I looked at her picture. Hi, Mommy. I went on to tell her about everything that was happening. I told her about the animals. Oh, she loved the dogs. Told her how her little granddaughter was doing. I reminisced about our Christmases together, and the more I talked, the happier I was. I started doing everything that made her laugh. In my mind, I could see her right there in front of me, snickering with her hand over her mouth. Jeff, she'd say, feigning shock. I could hear her laugh. It was the first time I'd smiled since she left us. It felt amazing. Now, it felt like Christmas. And even though she wasn't there, she was there. My heart was at peace. And I knew that she was looking down on me, rolling her eyes as I tried to bake those cookies. Now, every December, I find a crisp, clear day to bake those little cookies make a cup of Sanka, and spend an afternoon catching up with Mom. And it always ends the same way. Merry Christmas, Mommy. One way or another, I'll see you next year. Coffee. <laughs> they have it in the machines. <laughs> Who don't move around out there? <laughs> right you, you can get whatever the opposite of a brain freeze is. <laughs> Man, that's, that's how I, I, I put ice in my coffee during the summer times anyway. Really? So, yeah, I'm on. Yeah. Look at you. It was working. Caffeine gets us. to the entire Big Show, four hours of this award-winning broadcast. We got you covered with the John Boyle's Late Risers podcast. Uh, this are numbers from last week. Well, I know we are over two and a half million downloads uh, for the podcast. Get it absolutely free wherever you get your podcast. We got it set up real easy at thebigshow.com. Uh, I'm going to do a lot of people go ahead and subscribe for it. Yeah, that way it gets delivered to your device, your you know your phones as as you or your it iPads. Up, yeah, time to download. All right, laid out for you right there at thebigshow.com. All right, oh yeah, what to watch from Tatertainment News coming up in minutes. We'll play John Boy Jeopardy, another big old prize pack going out the doors. The big Show rolls on. <laughs> 
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boy Jeopardy. The winner gets an Astera Lab CBD variety pack. You heard all the great benefits of CBD. Now's the best time to try. Buy it for yourself or make it the perfect holiday gift. Get 65% off using code JBB at checkout while supplies last. Must be 18 to win. Also, we got the audiobook. I was a teenage mall Santa, a collection of Christmas tales by Jeff Pillars, available now at jeffpillarsbooks.com. And your name of going to have my daily stuff, little plastic bagged teeny beanie giraffe. All right. Great for stocking stuffer for kids who love giraffes. Right. <laughs> Selling it's like even here. you don't believe <laughs> <laughs> We'll play more in 10 minutes. <laughs> Well, right now, it's time for What to Watch. And here's our girl, Marcy Tater Moran. Hi, thank you. The weekend box office recap looks like this. Steven Spielberg's remake of the classic Broadway and movie musical West Side Story opened up at number one. But it didn't open up as big as everybody no, thought it was going to do. a little bit disappointing. The yeah. take was a little bit disappointing. Hmm. For being a Steven Spielberg movie, hmm. not well, quite as big as they thought. It's, it's like a musical. I mean, yeah. how about Steven Spielberg fans? Are you going to go see a, a musical? It's oh, not it's like... Plus, a it's already been a movie musical. <laughs> like 50, <laughs> right. oh, yeah, 60 years ago. Yeah. Oh, you're right. And like, I mean, everybody's... Every high school everywhere has <laughs> right. ever done it. You yeah, know, so it's, so, all right. It's a well-told story, but I don't know. I'm supposed to see how Spielberg does it, I guess. Well, I know a group of people that aren't going to see it right here. <laughs> I think in the end, the sharks ride off in, uh, in a bicycle. They fly by the moon. And they something. phone home. Yeah. Uh, a big one opening in theaters this weekend, Spider-Man No Way Home. This is Marvel's web-spinning superhero, had his secret identity given away to the world at the end of his last movie. Oh, man. So can Doctor Strange help him fix his dilemma? <gasps> Find out how this Friday, only in theaters. <laughs> and tickets might be hard to get, you guys. The pre-sale a couple of weeks ago had so much demand, it crashed the computers at AMC, Regal, and Fandango. Yeah, they well, sold a man. bunch of tickets when they wound it up. Yeah. A lot of people didn't want to wait in line when it had. This is, this is, oh no, there was a, another time, Doctor Strange. But there hadn't been a lot of him, and I liked the movie that mm -hmm. he did. Yeah. I'd like to see more of it. Well, there's another, and there's another oh, Doctor Strange movie coming out early next year. Cool. Because all of these movies are like interwo an interwoven story. Now. Sure. Yeah. That's old Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. Yep. Cumberbatch. Yep. Cumberbatch. Yep. Sure. I believe it's Cumberbatch. pronounced Cumberbitch. Top streaming shows and movies on Netflix. Uh, the Unforgivable. This is a Netflix original. Sandra Bullock is a woman who gets released from prison and goes searching for the sister she had to leave behind. First, and she's done uh, other stuff for Netflix. Yeah, and, specifically and, for Netflix. And you see what the trailer uh, uh, the, the, where everybody was wearing blindfolds. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of it. Masquerade. No, Let's move on. No. Anyway, <laughs> something bird. Something bird, bird box or something. Bird like box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this one she looks. Oh, it's a rough picture of her in the mm. trailers. So, you know, you, you know how Netflix will do that. Have their one, two, three, four, five. And the picture she yeah. does, she does. She yeah. looks like she, uh, she looks like, looks she like she's been in, in prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little rough. Now, I, speaking of Netflix, I started the 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 newest or the at the third season of Lost in Space. Uh -huh. You gotta see this. This is so really? good. It is just ah. so well done. But start at the beginning because it's a very episodal. You know, so it goes right. like cliffhanger mm. to cliffhanger. So if you can do like a binge on it, season by season, right. it is. Outstanding. All right. Lost in Space. Lost Netflix. in Space, yeah. All right. I love the robot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
All right. So while you're over there on Netflix, check out Tiger King, the Doc Antle story. If you if you haven't had enough of cat people, here's a three episode look at another animal park with a slightly shady history. This is your boyfriend from Myrtle Beach, right? And it's not just because Jackie and I have been there. Right. Oh, Myrtle Beach. This is where we got your monkey painted shirt. Yeah, yeah. I like my monkey shirt. Well, see how it was done on Netflix. We met we met Doc when when we got to the elephant part of the of the of the safari. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Monty Python, The Truth. That's a six-part documentary about the legendary British comedy team, their groundbreaking TV show, and their classic movies. And I remember being a kid, and that was my way of staying up late, was I'd kind of get my dad while he was watching Monty Python's Flying Uh, Circus, and he wouldn't send me back to bed. So I just kind of would sit and watch it. I had no idea. Just remember the music. And that's a wrap of what to watch. All right. And my memory. Thank you very much. (laughs) Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play John Boy Jeopardy. Review yesterday's question. We found out, according to anthropologists' discoveries, this was the first animal to be domesticated by humans. That would be the dog. It is. Good old dog. So bet you, Pearl. All right. Today's John Boy Jeopardy. Go figure. Technically speaking, this plant is officially classified as a weed. Mm-hmm. Yet every year around this time, Americans spend nearly a quarter of a billion dollars buying them making it the number one selling legal weed in the United States. So are there medicinal and recreational versions of this weed, or am I thinking of the wrong I weed? I do not think so. Okay, all right. What y'all got? 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy next. <laughs> Shows on the radio video today the trunk monkey theft retrieval system. <laughs> I know you want one, don't you? Oh, I gotta have one, man. It's so funny. Love monkey sitting in the trunk, reading the magazine, waiting for somebody to steal the car. <laughs> Check it out at thebigshow.com. You make your daily visit there. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's and now your host, the trunk monkey of Drive Time Radio, but with 40% less violence, he's John Moore. Let's say hey to Sandy out of Troutville, Virginia. Good morning, Sandy. Good morning, John Moore and Billy. Good morning. All right, Sandy, you first up. Let's see what you got. Technically speaking, this plant is officially classified as a weed. Yet every year around this time, Americans spend nearly a quarter of a billion dollars buying them, making it the number one selling legal weed in the United States. All right, what you got, Sandy? Poinsettia. Poinsettia. Sorry, sir. You bet it is. Yay. An odd side fact, about 80% of them are purchased by women over the age of 40. What is <laughs> up with that? I don't know. <laughs> hey, aren't the poinsettias, aren't they poisonous? Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, that's, they are. I think not. 
I think I read uh, last night. Oh, right, so never mind. Go ahead and eat them. Randy <laughs> said it was all right. No, they're not. Uh, but, they, but a lot of people believe they are. I okay. think they are to some animals, but not to humans. Okay. All they, right. they, in fact, the one doctor said you could eat 500 of them and you might get a bellyache. <laughs> Holy moly. Really? That's but what they, he said. Yeah. But they are bad for your dogs. <laughs> so right? keep your cats and dogs away from them. All right. <laughs> are you getting this one from your COVID doctor? <laughs> no. This, well, yes, but no, no. I said. It was in um, uh, several yeah, of the. Yeah, so, but just right. uh, don't eat them anyway. Yes, right, just in case. All right, just look at them; they're very pretty. Mm. All right, Sandy, worked out for you, baby. <laughs> you got the big old prize pack. Hang on for Jackie. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Uh, yeah, man, we got a special Christmas song from the lunch menu man coming up next. Good morning, this is Big Show on the Radio Tuesday, December the 14th, man. Love y'all making y'all's Christmas requests. Think of stuff we hadn't thought about in years. I remember the old lunch menu man, he did a little Christmas song for us a few years back. You want to hear that? Randy's pulling up the article about poinsettias are not poisonous. Okay. So we'll, when we get back to that. Dude, it's on the internet, one. man. It has to be true. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Let's enjoy this Big Show Christmas tune from the Lunch Menu Man. Hi, this is David Price, the Lunch Menu Man, wishing all of you and yours a very safe and Merry Christmas. This is truly the season for caring and giving. Please, let's don't forget those less fortunate than you or I. And remember to give a little extra food to someone who may not get to eat it, as we all take for granted that they will. And this here is just a little sharing with you of just exactly what the menu man is going to be fortunate enough to enjoy at this most wonderful time of year. Now, without further delay, from the lunch menu man to you, to the menu. Scalloped potatoes, creamed corn, Green beans, uh, baked ham, turkey, cranberry sauce, fudge, cheesecake, grandma's Christmas cookies, fruit, and a roll. All right, just hit him right off the bat with a... With a menu. Hey, it's a classic. You think Bing Crosby has a classic, <laughs> but look at this now. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is cut two of the album. Randolph, the red-faced head chef, cooks a pretty mean filet. <laughs> and after every meal time, you could hear him say, Ole! He's just a little tipsy. He doesn't mean us any harm. It's just a little Randolph. Was born and raised down on the farm. Then one night before Christmas Eve, Randolph made his way right down to the taco bar, but passed out on his tray. Next day, the children lined up, and when they noticed Randolph there, 
They lifted up his head But came away with only hair Now it's out that Randolph's bald He's too shy to stay He's now in the library Putting books away But don't worry little children Dinner will be served on time Seems that our red-faced Randolph Has an uncle named Carmine And Randolph the new librarian Is really gonna be just fine well, Randolph the red-faced yeah Hey! <laughs> Everybody's got an uncle now That's based on a true story He's working in the cafeteria yeah. Yes sir Alright now, now what is this? What are we doing here? Let's see First menu The first menu Oh yeah, this is your Thanksgiving That I ever did read Was so lifeless and boring Just not much to eat Like this is, this is kind of your, your story That's the debut song, the one that started it all Just debuted, yeah <laughs> And then of course when you found out Put a little soul into it. Yeah. It goes like that. Let's go. Okay, we heard that. Let's uh, go forward a little bit here in the album. This is what started my career. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> the first menu. That was, that was a good one. Let's see what we got here. Okay, this should be. Okay. Lunch menu man. The lunch menu man still. Okay. Our little doggies ring when they're in the Christmas scene. Piece of meat and then some pie. Everywhere you hear them cry. Joyful as they gnaw the bones. Chicken fingers make them groan. They're a lot like you and me. Only difference is it's free. Bark of little doggies ring. Well fed puppies really sing. Now it's kind of the the white album stage. Yeah. Well, yeah. Man was going <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> All right, the dogs. <laughs> okay. Now what? Now what is that in the background? Well, I'm out in the jungle. You see, it's called Excited Night. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm excited. I'm out in the forest. And it's night. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of the when nature calls. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you are. There. Well, it's a concept <laughs> album. The yeah. man in the jungle here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what's coming up next. Now the, you're in the barnyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lunch is everywhere. <laughs> I like this. Sleepy now, probably I'll snore. <laughs> All right. God's that. Let's go to the next one here. On the fourth day of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the 12 days yeah. of uh, lunch menus. <laughs> 12 heads of lettuce, 11 candied yams, 10 turkey noodles. Nine mashed potatoes, eight pepperonis, seven tossed salads, six raviolis, five golden rolls, <laughs> four oven fries, three coleslaws, two ham and cheese, pasta, and some fruit. Stop it. 
You're talking crazy. <laughs> There's his partner, Stimpy, may he guest up here. <laughs> that is good. The lunch made me <laughs> David, I don't mind telling you you're starting to scare us. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio, rolling through your December the 14th. All right, here we go. And now, Deep Thoughts with Zach, the weed guy's girlfriend, Mary Jane. Yo, yo, what's up, Felice Navi dude? <laughs> I got up early this morning, y'all. Just like y'all, man. I got up early to do some organizing, Mm -hmm. and I made a special spot in the bedroom for the clothes that are too dirty to hang in the closet, but are too clean to put in the laundry basket. Mm -hmm. I call it the back of the chair. So, uh, wake and bake. <laughs> How's your holiday going? How's yours is the question. Mine's okay, I guess. I've just been chilling, thinking about stuff. Want to hear something? Yeah, well, sure. So, how's your holiday going? <laughs> you did that. We covered that. Okay. Yeah, like, I babysat for my nephew the other night. Mm. We watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And if you haven't seen it, the moral of the story is nobody likes you unless you make their job easier. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, y'all... I used to hate when my grandma gave me clothes at Christmas, man. But one day, I finally figured it out. They weren't a present for me. They were a present for my broke-ass mama. (laughs) (laughs) Socks, man. Socks, grandma. And when you get right down to it, it's pretty cool that the Jewish kids at school didn't do spoilers about Santa Claus when we were little, man. Right. Totally. Could have blown my mind. Only going to church on Christmas and Easter is like only watching sports during the playoffs, man. Oh, there we go. There we go. Hey. 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 <laughs> The Flintstones were like alive 10,000 years before Jesus was born. Mm. So how is there a Flintstones Christmas special? (laughs) Good point. When you lose one of your socks, it's not really gone. No. It goes back as a, comes back, y'all, as a Tupperware lid that doesn't fit any of your containers. (laughs) That's where they come from. I have one of those. (laughs) And when you set an alarm on your phone, you get to pick the sound. But every car alarm sounds exactly the same, which is is dumb, right? Because your phone is usually in your pocket, but your car is out in the street with all the others. (laughs) Just sounding the same. 
I thought that was pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is weird but true. Every time you smell one of your own farts, mm-hmm. you're putting part of that fart back inside <laughs> you. Okay, one more. Okay. <laughs> oh, one more of those. That's okay. All right. Santa keeps track of naughty and nice for the whole year, right? Mm-hmm. Right? So if Christmas is on December 25th and the year doesn't start till January 1st, that means there's six days where you can pretty much do anything and Santa can't legally hold it against you. Wow. Never thought of that. So, Merry Christmas, y'all. Y'all, you dudes have a happy new year. And to my black Jewish friends, have a bitch in Kwanzaa, okay? Later, dudes. Deep Thoughts is brought to you by Hargrave's Meated Pot Product. Because it's 420 somewhere. Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. More chances for you to win coming up after your news, weather, and sports. Hey, y'all, this is comedian Julie Scoggins, and I want to congratulate the boys on being inducted into the North Carolina Broadcasting Hall of Fame. If anybody deserves it, it's these guys. Hello, John Boy and Billy, and congratulations on becoming part of the North Carolina Broadcasters Hall of Fame. This is Peabody Award-winning international film and television star Nick Searcy. Hey, y'all, this is Killer B's world-famous comedian and part-time swimsuit model with a very important message. Congratulations to my buddies, John Boy and Billy, and everybody remember this. Go, huh? Ooh, 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 and take the and win. Love you. Woo! show on the radio and we got old buddy ryan mcgee gonna join us here in minutes he produced a espn's one of them e60 documentaries that airs actually premieres tonight 7 30 eastern on espn oh well we're gonna talk to him about it about bubba wallace all right right now fun with our texas phone prankster willie p this is sandra wilkinson yes ma'am how you doing this morning Oh, I'm fine. Can I help you? Uh, you sure can. My name is Willie P. Richardson, mm-hmm. and I was wondering if you're going to need to have a Santa Claus there for the mall this year. Uh, well, yes, sir. We always have a Santa here every Christmas. Well, look, I sure would like to apply for the job this well, year. No problem. Uh, you're welcome to come on in and fill out an application. Well, I'd like to, but, uh, see, I can't write. Uh-huh. I ain't got no hands. Oh. Uh, in fact, mm-hmm. I ain't even got no arms. Yes, ma'am, is you there? Well, oh, yes, sir, I'm here. Um, uh, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I wouldn't be able to hold them little kids in my lap or nothing. Oh, well, you know, that might be a problem. Well, no, it ain't no problem. My grandkids all just step up on a little stool to sit in my lap. They and do? I, uh-huh, and, uh-huh. I, and I got a real beard, 
They just can grab a hold to my beard and pull themselves up. It don't even hurt me no more. These oh. kids, them little grandkids, done pulled on it some more time. Uh-huh. Anyway, ain't y'all what they call the equal opportunity employment oh, down oh, there? Oh, yes, yes, sir, we are, we are. Do, look, do y'all ever have a, a miserable Santa Claus down there? Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, we had one here last year. Well, look here, my wife, Lucretia, uh, she would really be good as Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. She weigh, you know, close to 400 pounds, so oh, she's large enough. Oh, In fact, yeah. I was telling a friend of mine the other day, when I take her to a restaurant somewhere, I don't ask for no menu no more. I just ask her for an estimate. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, uh, but uh, she having a, a real good Polaroid camera, you know, and we could charge people to take pictures of their kids with us and everything. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh yes, sir. Uh-huh. Okay. Are, is you laughing at me? Oh, no, sir. I was just uh, laughing at something else. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. she can't hear too good either, so these oh, kids okay. just about going to have to scream at her when they're talking to her. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, look here. Here she is just for a minute. She want to talk to, to okay. you herself. All right. Yes, ma'am. If you need any little answers, we got nine kids, mm-hmm. and I can make them some costumes, okay. and we could just let them uh, run loose down in the mall, <laughs> and they could just be running all up and down everywhere and going in stores and giving candy to all the kids and everything. <laughs> And they can have such a good time down there in all them stores. Well, um, we've really never had anything. <laughs> I know, can't hear uh, you. I can't hear uh, Well, we, we really never had anything, you know, like that. Uh-huh, but, um, here's Willie. Okay. Yes, ma'am, I'm sorry for oh. hollering at you like no, that. She no, can't no, hear No problem. Uh, look, you, you really ought to think about this. It might be okay. really good, you know, what y'all call sure. Y'all call it public relation, you know, PR. Mm-hmm. To have all them kids running around down there giving a candy away and, and having us in there, you know. Right. Uh, uh, well, uh, Mr. Richards. Yeah, uh, yes, ma'am. That's Richardson. Willie oh. P. Richardson. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Mr. Richardson. That's right. Well, about, about how much do it pay being Santa Claus? I wouldn't charge you nothing for bringing the kids down there all day because, you know, if we didn't bring them down there with us, we're just going to have to pay somebody to right. take care of them. Oh, sure. Well, um, we really do appreciate your calling. So, uh just come on down and, you know, pick up an application, and uh, we'll consider using you. And if we decide to use you, then we'll discuss your, you know, discuss your pay at that time. Well, ma'am, how in the world do you think I'm going to pick up an application? Oh, well, I thought about that. About that. Uh, yes, sir, I, I'm sorry. Um, well, if you could send somebody down, we'll help them out in any way. All right, then. Well, look here, I'm going to tell my kids that we might be working down there for y'all at the mall this okay, year, okay. and we'll be talking to you later. Okay. Well, thanks for calling. Well, wait just a second. Listen here for a minute. Okay. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. That sounds pretty good. Uh, yes, sir. That sounds great. Huh? All right, Bye-bye. Then. Bye-bye, honey. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to get in the winner's circle. You take C. Get a personalized mix of unique products from Box of Awesome. No matter what you're into, we got you covered, and 90% of it is from a small up-and-coming brand. Just in time for the holidays, boxofawesome.com. You can click on the link at thebigshow.com as well. Get 20% off your first monthly box. Use code JBB. Well, our special guest this morning is Ryan McGee. We talked to Ryan last February. He does these E60 interviews, the big documentaries on ESPN. Last time we talked, it was about Dale Earnhardt. And what a coincidence, we got Ryan. got a brand new one premiering this evening. And we'll tell you about that in a second. I want to tell you, like, if you go to thebigshow.com, and see the like-new hardback copy of the coffee table book, Dale Earnhardt, Determined. 
from 1998. You can view that, register to win that online. Also, we got that Happy Holidays 06 diecast race car from Sam Bass. So that's the weekly stuff we're giving away. And Ryan is on the line right now. Good morning, Ryan. Well, that rhymed. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. th- th- this time of morning, I don't make any sense, let alone rhyme. So good job. <laughs> uh, only you, because he of has the his, accent. He has his moments. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, Ryan, man, uh, great job, of course. Just remind our listeners about the Dale Earnhardt special you did and coming up today uh you are the man in nascar this uh this evening 7 30 p.m let you tell our listeners how you can see it and then it will be repeated on multiple espn networks all over the place nascar's bubba wallace opens up in a wide-ranging candid ESPN E60 special with you this evening, buddy. Do you need Ryan for any yeah, of this? Yeah, I'm, I'm just setting it up now. I'm getting ready to turn him loose. All right, take it, Ryan, on the lion. No, no. It's, it, I, hey, I've listened to the show my entire adult life. I know to just just, just wait. You know, I, I work with Marty Smith. I work with Marty Smith. I get interrupted every 30 seconds. I'm good. It's, it's, it's no, I, it's, um, I'm excited about the show. Um, I mean, you guys know when you've been around NASCAR as long as we all have, there's these guys you hear about when they're like 15, 16 years old, and they're racing in the Bandoleros and the Legends and, and all that. And I heard about Bubba Wallace, Bubba Wallace Jr., just because of his name, you know, mm-hmm. Daryl Wallace Jr. And, uh, and, and I heard about him at Charlotte Motor Speedway and coming up through the ranks. And, and tonight, yeah, it's called Fistful of Steel, and it's a 90-minute special in prime time on ESPN. It'll be on ESPN, the ESPN Plus and the apps, and it'll, it'll repeat on all the networks for the next few weeks. But I'm just excited to share Bubba's story because, you I mean, you guys know Bubba. He's just a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and everything that he's had to overcome, particularly in the last 18 months, um, it, it's been interesting. It's always interesting to watch these guys when they mature, and we've seen them all mature. Mm-hmm. But for Bubba, it's happened a lot faster than others um, because of who he is and what he's dealt with. And, oh, by the way, he also has a Cup Series win now, which is one more win than any hater on Twitter. I will say that. (laughs) That's true, buddy. And that's something, right, because you get into it, you know, just a lot of people just learning about Bubba, just with what has been going through, you know, recently. But his story coming up is Mm. is really special. Yeah. And, I mean, listen – I'm a University of Tennessee grad, and he's a Knoxville guy. You know, his mom actually was in, was in college just ahead of me at Tennessee. She was a great runner on the track team. You know, his dad is just a it started a great industrial cleaning business, and he was born in Mobile, Alabama, and grew up in Mooresville. I mean, it's everything, every story of every race car driver that we know. Mm-hmm. You know, the difference is is that Bubba's skin tone is a little darker than most, right. and and he didn't even realize that growing up because he wasn't treated very differently. But as he's gotten older. Um, unfortunately, and, and obviously because of you know, all the focus on, on social justice and, and, and racial equality over the last 18 months in particular, yeah. Bubba's kind of become the face of this thing in a lot of ways. And oh, by the way, um, you know, now he drives for Michael Jordan, and he used to drive for Richard Petty, and, and he, you know, he's won in the truck series, and now he's won in the cup series. And so, yeah, I, I think I'm with you guys. I, I think people are going to be – he's so open. It's, you guys know the deal. You do an interview sometimes. And we interview people all the time, but it, but there's those 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 occasional few where when the interview's over with, you go, "Damn, did he really just say all that?" Mm. Uh, yeah. and, and that's how I felt, you know, after interviewing Bubba because he's always worn his heart on his sleeves. I, I think people are going to learn a lot. And that's the thing about it, you know, <clears throat> Bubba really he just wanted to race. You know, he didn't ask for all this, and to have that thrust on you, how you handle that 
it could have gone bad for because Bubba. it's a sideshow and it distracts from what is yeah. one of the hardest jobs in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's already hard enough, right? Yeah, right. And, and then and then when when people try to make it harder on you, um, because they quite frankly just don't want you to succeed. Mm-hmm. And, and we and we, we we see it in other backgrounds in racing too. You know, it's the silver spoon. I, I, the people rooting against Austin Dillon is the craziest thing to me. Mm-hmm. That's a great dude. Our Dale Earnhardt wanted him to drive that three car, but mm-hmm. people just don't want him to win. Mm-hmm. And, and there's certain Joey Logano. Because early on, Mark Martin said he's going to be great. People didn't want him to win. Mm-hmm. And Bubba, um, there's a lot of people out there that don't want him to win for a reason that's a lot more serious and a lot more heinous than any of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's, you guys are right. He's learned how to handle it, and he's still learning how to handle it. And, uh, you know, I'm impressed. Uh, man, that's um, we're talking to uh, Ryan McGee. So tonight, ESPN E60 special, Fistful of Steel, The Rise of Bubba Wallace, will premiere Tonight, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. And uh, some as well, uh, Ryan, I'm looking forward to seeing the part, this part of the interview. I, I know you delve into it. Uh, Kyle Larson wins the NASCAR Cup Championship after being, you know, uh, expelled there for a, for a year because of that. And Bubba weighs in on the immediate aftermath of that situation with Kyle as well. Yeah, and what he reveals, and I've never heard him tell this story anywhere else before, is that it was just a couple of minutes after Kyle Larson did what he did, uh, you know, on a hot microphone, you know, during that iRacing event, that Bubba's phone started ringing, and it was Kyle. And he's calling to apologize and calling to say, what did I do? And calling to say, what can I do to fix it? And Bubba left him hanging for a little bit because Bubba was like, I don't know what to tell him, and he needs to stew in this and realize what he's done. And But within a couple days, they talked. And um, and they've had a lot of long, hard conversations. And as you guys know, Kyle's had a lot of long, hard conversations with a lot of people mm-hmm. that he was close to before that and that thankfully he's become close to again. And again, mm-hmm. whether it's Kyle Larson, whether it's Bubba Wallace, whatever, I wrote this column on ESPN.com after Kyle won the championship. What are you going to do with it now? Because you've been given a microphone and you've been given a stage, even unfortunately if you put yourself on that stage, to teach people, right? And mm-hmm. to teach people how to get along and to teach people how to be accepting of each other. And so what are you going to do with it from here? And and Kyle Larson, knock on wood, has done all the right things since he came back and continues to do that. And, you know, Bubba Wallace has too. So, you know, the greatest athletes are the ones who are great on the court or on the field or on the racetrack, but then also, you know, can teach us a little something. Mm-hmm. And I think these guys, they don't want to be in this position, but they are. And so no. – if they can help us live in a better world after they've, you know, had to go through hell, then, you know, maybe that's what their purpose was. There you go, buddy. Fistful of Steel, the rise of Bubba Wallace, featuring exclusive interviews, interviews with his immediate family, some of the biggest names in racing. You'll find out the history of races in NASCAR provides an unprecedented portrait of Wallace, whom viewers have never before seen. But Ryan's going to take care of that tonight on ESPN 730. Ryan, we appreciate you, buddy. Hope we get to see you real soon, man. Keep up the good work. Hey, uh, happy duh holidays, all of you. you (laughs) Merry Christmas there, buddy. We appreciate you. All right, y'all. Check out ESPN tonight, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. All right, then. Let's play this current events quiz here, Billy. What are we dealing with? Dumb Crook News, Kid Edition. All right. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you told free line. Take C and win. We play next. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe... Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tuesday, December the 14th, video of the day. The Trump Monkey Theft Retrieval System. <laughs> oh, man, that's so good. Get you a laugh. <laughs> monkey. <laughs> I love a monkey. I know you do. <laughs> Check it out at thebigshow.com. You make your daily visit. All right. And now, Pep Squad. Ready? Okay. Yeah, 
let's say hey to Amanda from Gleason, Tennessee. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. Good morning. Was that your dog or my dog? Oh, it's yours. Your dog. Yeah. Oh, it's mine. Oh, you wanted more pets. Okay. All right. So take it easy, Pearl. Amanda's on the line. All right. Well, Amanda, listen to Bentley and win this big old prize pack. Well, a young boy in East Palestine, Ohio, was ready for dinner, but his mom was unavailable and his dad fell asleep on the couch. So the eight-year-old hopped in his father's work truck and drove to McDonald's to grab a bite to eat. <laughs> how does an eight-year-old learn how to drive a truck? By watching YouTube videos, of course. <laughs> the boy said he watched a few clips about driving to get the basics down, then zipped out to the McDonald's about a mile from his house. And he apparently did a pretty good job for an eight-year-old, but he still got in pretty big trouble. McDonald's employees say they knew something screwy was going on when, A, they spotted an eight-year-old behind the wheel. <laughs> B, the boy's neighbor was at the restaurant and recognized him. Or C, he got to the cashier and said, hold on, I can't skip this ad, and I don't know how to roll down the window. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Amanda? Well, I'm a child care specialist, so mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I know this one. It must be C. <laughs> Good. We got Manda. I mean, work for that. You got a personalized mix of unique products from Box of Awesome. You enjoy your box headed your way, your name in a hat. Well, that's very cool. Still in the package, Safari the Giraffe from Africa. Can I see that just a second? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is the toy you get in a in a fun mill at the at McDonald's. <laughs> is it? Yes. It's a Happy Meal toy. A Happy Meal toy. <laughs> How yeah. many of these do you have, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. I just saw it when I was looking through my stuff this morning. I'm uh, still in the package. Not germy or anything, mm. so mm. what the heck? Hermetically sealed, as Tarnock said. We win prizes from Happy Meals. <laughs> well, you got the box of awesome, so that yeah. really means you've got that for sure. And a bag this of just... eh. <laughs> <laughs> right, Amanda, you hang on, Jackie, get your info. Okay, can I give a shout-out? Of course you can. All right, my boy lives up in Florida, and he ain't going to be able to come home for Christmas because he's got an awesome band up there, and they're not going to be able to make it home. So I want to give a shout-out to Derek Trull and the Easy Street Band. If y'all out around Daytona, go give them a listen. All right, good deal. Tell them their mama said, duh -huh. That's right, duh-huh. <laughs> All right, sweetie, I go. Let me hold a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news, right on the other side. Our time capsule for this December the 14th. Hang on for a life. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. Hello, Hey, is this Mr. Pesto? I'm alive. Want to fight about it? <laughs> John Boy and Billy here. How's it going, sweetie? 
In the words of Mad Max, how do you think it's going? <laughs> In the words of Hoyt, not too good. In the words of my grandma at the VFW, bingo. <laughs> well, I won't try to drag it out of you. Is Murray in? Yeah, I think he's in the booth. What booth? The voiceover booth. When did you guys get a voiceover booth? About uh, 17 years ago. Do what? Murray had it built so our stable of voice actors could come in the office and record auditions for TV commercials and stuff. Now, wait a minute, Seal. We've been with you guys for 25 years. How come we've never been in a booth? Well. Wait, let me guess. Murray thinks we're a couple of hillbilly radio goobs that can't voice act our way out of a paper bag. Dude, dude, if you're going to ask a question before you jump to conclusions, how about you give me a chance to answer it? Uh, okay, go ahead. Thank you. Now, the reason you've never been in the booth is... Murray thinks you're a couple of hillbilly radio hicks that can't voice out your way out of a paper bag. Isn't that what I just said? No, you said goobs. Murray says hicks. <laughs> so, so what's he doing in a booth? Ask him yourself. Hold on, I'll patch you through. Murray! Jim Bond Bobby on two! Heads up! They just found out we had a booth. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, Jimbo. Yeah. Love you. Mean it. Uh -huh. Hey, babe, glad you called. Red Hot Talent is on the verge of something really big. You guys have seen the homeless voiceover guy on YouTube, right? Oh, you mean a weird-looking guy with a cardboard sign and a great set of pipes? That's him. He's what we in the biz call a viral video sensation. Mm. The clip goes up Monday, 3 million hits. Tuesday, he's on every newscast in the country. By the end of the week, he's done Entertainment Tonight, Jimmy Kimmel, national TV spots, got hired by the Cleveland Cavaliers, fallen off the wagon, been on Dr. Phil, and checked into rehab, and he's still got the weekend. <laughs> okay, so he had a hot week. Uh, why are you so interested in a homeless voiceover guy? Because Red Hot Talent has a brand-new client. Dumpster Dick. Dumpster Dick? Ah, you heard of him. No. Jimbo, I don't want to brag, but I've been in this business a long time. I know how to spot a hot trend. Hmm. Dumpster Dick is about to become the king of homeless voiceover guys. Now, let me get this straight. Homeless voiceover guys is a hot new trend. It will be when I get this demo tape finished. That's why I'm in the booth. He came in yesterday for a recording session. You know, he was only here for an hour, but he left quite an impression behind. Which reminds me, Sale, put a large bottle of Febreze on the shopping list. <laughs> so what's Dumpster Dick sound like? Well, hold on just a sec. I'll play you a couple of the rough clips. Uh. Hey, check this one out. Walmart, you need some for your house? They got that <laughs> What's with the bleeps? Well, 20 years in a cardboard box has kind of unhooked the filter between Dumpster Dick's brain and his mouth. Uh. Wait, wait, here's a good one. <laughs> Kraft macaroni and cheese. Need a quick meal for the family? Well, then drag your fat ass up off the couch and go buy some. What the f*** is wrong with you? Sounds like he's wound kind of tight. Well, see, that's why I'm working with him. Hmm. Oh, oh, you'll really like this one. Check this out. Uh, the Big Show with John Boy and Billy, the two craziest motherfuckers on the air today. If you ain't listening, then f*** you. I'm sorry, See, if we can get the language problem licked, this guy is going to be big. You know, Murray, if you want a guy with a decent voice, a bad liver, and a messed up brain, why don't you just use Rayford? 
You know, Jimbo, I'm not used to talking this way to a client, but that is a brilliant idea. <laughs> Tell you what, get ready for to meet me under the Davidson Street Bridge at 4 o'clock. I'll bring a cardboard box and a bottle of old Fitzgerald. We'll have him in fighting shape in no time. Glad to help. You're the best, babe. Let's do the lunch thing later. Have your machine call my machine. And give my love to Bobby. That's Billy. Him too. And Jimbo. What? Call me. John Boy and Billy. Boy. Oh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Morning radio done right. Good morning, it's a Big Show on the radio, rolling through your Tuesday. Coming up about 20 minutes, sports with a Pac-Man. Get back from New York, the Army-Navy game is where he was this Saturday afternoon. Hear all about that what you got coming up. And right now, let's act. Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode, The Holiday Shakedown. As our story opens, Ricky B. Sharp is preparing for a relaxing Saturday at the Sharp Home in Dothan, Alabama. <laughs> Let's see here. Two ice-cold 12-packs of beer, two boxes of fun-sized hot pockets, new batteries in the remote, and the wife's out of town for the day. <laughs> it's the perfect couch potato Saturday. Hello! <laughs> Hello! That gum. Oh, hey, Lucy. No, I'm fine. I'm losing my mind. I was answering the phone before I ever picked it up. <laughs> huh? Well, how's your sister's foot? Oh, still can't put weight on it, huh? <laughs> and you're staying in Opelika for an extra day? Well, I reckon I can muddle through somehow. You just get home when you can. Okay, booger. Bye. <laughs> Whole extra day to myself. Couch Potato Saturday is getting better and better. <laughs> she loves that stupid-ass Jetson show. Oh, who the Sam hell could that be? Hang on up! Hang on up! I swear to God, I'm getting rid of this monster's door. <laughs> That's either the hinges or them hot pockets are coming back on me. Bless your heart, such a heavy door for such a small feller. Well, good morning. Are you Mr. Sharp? Who wants to know? Debbie Moran, I'm with the Christmas Fund of Dothan. I ran into your wife at the grocery store the other day, and she said this would be a good time to stop by and chat. <sighs> Let me guess. You're looking for money, and you thought you would hit up the big local celebrity, cover your nut for the whole month. <laughs> Why, he's... Dothan's most beloved fast food mascot. He's bound to be loaded. 
Well, <laughs> did my wife tell you about her sister and the chronic foot problems and no health insurance? She tell you about my idiot brother that lost his house in a divorce, ain't got two nickels to rub together? Well, or my dope-head nephew running up a massive bill at the rehab place? Oh, my. Or my skanky niece that got dumped by some wormy little pot liquor that got her pregnant? <laughs> or that stupid Jetsons doorbell cost me a fortune <laughs> and that freaking monster's door is about breaking my heart? <laughs> she mentioned any of that? Well, no, sir, she didn't. Well, riddle me this, blondie. <laughs> If I don't give money to any of them, why would I give it to you? Son of a... <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed John Boy and Billy Playhouse. But you can leave them top two buttons right where they're at. I ain't giving you a nickel. Tune in again next time when we hear the crusty old foot doctor in Opelika say... Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. All right, uh, is Miss Carisha getting the information? <laughs> I was like, well, we got somebody new working. What happened? Oh, Miss Curry shall get your information. Miss Curry, oh, okay. Ms. Curry shall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good. We all said. Yeah. We're going to have to stop and figure out what I said every time. Miss Curry. This is true. That would slow things down a good bit. Yeah. Carisha, right. tell them. Yeah, come here, Carisha. Hey, get your news right now. Big Show on the radio, right? Tuesday morning, December the 14th. Right. Stuff to watch on TV tonight, 7.30, ESPN. Our boy Ryan McGee with that E60 ESPN special on Bubba Wallace. Yeah, I might want to turn over one of the lesser channels for this Christmas special. What do you want for Christmas, Lucy? I want a new sled, Linus. I want a new blanket. What do you want, James Brown? Woo! Hot pants! <laughs> Good God! Hi! The Peanuts Gang is back in an all-new holiday special. It's... Merry Christmas, James Brown! Look, there's my mom. She's going to drive us to the Christmas play. Yay! Look out now! You just shot out the tires, James Brown. Oh, yes, um, I'm sorry about that. You know, I apologize. You know, I've been under a lot of stress lately. And, uh, you know, behind that event, my wife been messing around with my head. You know, what? So I said, you know, it's a bit of sexual situation. I got, I'm on medication and, you know, why not? Huh? Well, you know, living in America, this man. This holiday season, the godfather of soul is working for peanuts. Check out Big Ten. He's dirty dancing. <laughs> it's a Merry Christmas, James Brown, tonight on CBS. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. No, we don't, man. I play my Christmas trumpet. What am I thinking? Yeah. Old, old habits kick in, don't they? Yeah. 
All right, then. Y'all I think enjoy. the trumpet is much better of a choice. <laughs> well, the listeners seem to love it. Uh, we're going to be playing more liquid performance automotive cleaning and detailing kit. If you go to thebigshow.com, click on the liquid performance banner, get 20% off when you enter code JBB at checkout. And be the final name and half of my daily stuff, that little adorable stuffed giraffe. So hang on for that. Right now, it is time for sports with a Pac-Man. Let's see what's going on in college sports all across the nation with a man who knows Mark Packer. What's up, Pac? John Boy, Billy, and crew, how is everyone? Man, you rocking. Good, buddy. Sure are, man. Well, big time in New York City for the Army-Navy game over the weekend. I was uh, thinking Johnny, about you, man. That's awesome. Dude, let me tell you something. I, I cannot. I've done all kinds of stuff in this goofy career. Uh, but there is no better experience uh, for any college sports fan, in my opinion, than to go to the Army-Navy game. And it's not loaded. It's not a game loaded with a bunch of guys you're going to see on Sundays. But what it is loaded with are men of character and the people going to be leading this country. And um, not to sound cheesy or anything, but when you're down on the field three hours before game time and it's time for the march on and, you know, the midshipmen and the cadets come in there in unison and, uh, you see how young the men and women are that are serving this great country who are the best of the best, and uh, they're going to get ready to get treated like rock stars for three hours to come kick off and put their hair down and go crazy and act like the rest of us. But they realize as soon as that game ends and they're singing that alma mater and you want to sing second, uh, you know, hey, it won't be long until they're out there, out in the crazy world, uh, keeping us safe and making us the greatest country in the world. And that game is unlike anything you can ever see. The flyovers are incredible. The pageantry, uh, the tradition, the history. doesn't matter if that game's in New York. It was this year based on the 20-year anniversary of 9-11. It's normally in Philadelphia. Sometimes it's played in Baltimore. Uh, it turned out to be a terrific game, a Navy upsetting uh, Army. But, uh, Johnny, I can't emphasize enough um, what an incredible experience that is. And It's cool when you watch it at home, but, man, if you ever, ever get a chance to go, you got to go and you will just be completely blown away with the dignitaries, the amount of respect uh, that you get before, during, and after the game. It's not like uh, going to Auburn, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, South Carolina, whichever your favorite one is, Texas, anybody, Texas OU. I mean, those games are great. They're awesome. Uh, But there's nothing ever, ever like Army-Navy. It's just a special, special game, man. Truly amazing. That's all. It makes you proud, don't it, Pac? Yeah, it does. I mean, it really does. And uh, it's kind of emotional, to be honest with you, when you see how young mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the faces of those folks that, uh, are, are protecting us. I mean, I know we get older every year, and it's still a bunch of, you know, basically young kids. But, man, they're the biggest, the brightest, the best in the world at what they do. And um, had a chance to have an interview with the General General Mark Milley. And um, tell you what now, uh, I'm glad he's on our side, Johnny. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to tell you. I'm glad he's on our side. We we did the show Friday uh, from the Intrepid, uh, right there in the New York. And uh, man, to do, do the show in that in that ship, and you walk around, and you see all the toys and the bells and whistles that we get to play with up on the top deck uh, with the fighter jets and all that stuff. The submarines parked beside you. Uh, like I said, uh, there's a reason we're the greatest country in the world, and we got the best protecting us. And uh, God bless it for that. There is no doubt. That's so cool that that is the big national game for the Saturday, too, man. Yeah, it's it's a standalone game. I know we've got the FCS playoffs going on and so forth, and those games are terrific. But, you know, Army-Navy needs to be by itself. I mean, that needs to be 
uh, the game, I say it every year, it's the game that cleanses your college football soul. We go through a crazy year of ups and downs and injuries and great plays and upsets and coaches leaving and transfer portal and name, image, and likeness and all the issues that, that are involved in today's college world. And then you get to Army-Navy, and it's kind of like going back in time. I mean, these guys play for the love of the game. Uh, yeah, they want to win, but at the end of the day, you know what? Guess what? They sing that alma mater shoulder mm-hmm. to shoulder, regardless of who wins, and they realize uh, we're brothers in arms. And uh, like I said, the word respect is something that uh, comes immediately comes to mind when you go to that game. And it might be something all of us can take a, a little page out of and just understand that, hey, it's okay to treat people with respect. We can differ, yes, have different opinions and everything else. And regardless if you're Republican, Democrat, whatever the case may be, vaccinated, not vaccinated, hey, just respect one another. And you get, you definitely get that uh, when you go to that game, which is so cool. Uh, a couple other things real quick. Bryce Young, congratulations to him, quarterback from Alabama. Uh-huh. He won the Heisman Trophy. No surprise on that front. Uh, we got some new coaches uh, around the college football. That coaching carousel has been nuts the last couple of weeks. But the Duke finally found their man and Mike Elko, a guy that was uh, formerly on Dave Clawson's staff at Wake Forest, coached at Notre Dame the last couple of years. He's been at Texas A&M. With Jimbo Fisher, Virginia goes in and grabs uh, Tony Elliott from Dabo staff. Dabo's lost his offensive coordinator, his defensive coordinator. He's got to make some staff changes, but Virginia found their guy. And uh, University of Oregon uh, jumped on uh, Kirby Smart's uh, defensive coordinator, Dan Lanning, to be the next head coach. So uh, three prominent hires. Keep an eye on that as we move forward. National signing day is tomorrow, so there's going to be a lot of great signings across the country, so keep your eye on that. And college basketball Four straight weeks, Johnny. We have four different teams now at number one. Started with the Zags. Duke lasted a week. Purdue lasted a week. And now Baylor, defending national champs, back at the number one spot. So a little bit of everything going on as we get a little bit closer for the holidays. All right. Good stuff, Pac. We appreciate you, buddy. All right, John Boy Billy. Y'all be good. See All right, man. Talk to you next week. That's Mark Packard, ACC Network on the Big ESPN. All right. Well, let's play my Christmas trumpet. All right. I'll play my Christmas trumpet. That sounds better to me. <laughs> let's get a couple of contestants. And uh, I say, telling the girls, telling me, everybody saying, oh, it feels like Christmas since we broke the old trumpet out yesterday. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> we play next. <laughs> Good Tuesday morning. It's a big show on the radio. Rolling through your December the 14th. Our video of the day. The Trunk Monkey Theft Retrieval System. <laughs> Funny stuff, man. You finally found a monkey that can hold stuff. And watch out when he gets it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wagging on the head, throw you off a bridge. Man. Oh, man, this is so good. Oh, check it out. Make your daily visit to thebigshow.com. And in here, we'll be taking a classic bid request off the wall coming up in minutes. But right now, it's Christmas time. The Christmas spirit abounds. Let's do it. Yeah, the old Christmas trumpet. I don't know why I fought this for the last three years. Oh, because I couldn't find my trumpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, here we go. Let's go back. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. 
Captain Barn. Ha, ha, ha. Hello, Feliz Navidad. Oh, not yet. Sorry. I don't want to spoil the whole thing. Too late. Oh, and now. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Good thing I'm not singing to Christmas. Is the Trump monkey available? Am I the Trump monkey? I got the Trump monkey. Hey, that goes away. Let's meet our contestants, shall we? We got Brian from Huntsville, Alabama. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Paul. Good morning. And good morning, Michael, from Crossville, Tennessee. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. All right, boys, welcome. All right. Is it everything you thought it would be so far? Yes. It seems to be the <laughs> instrumental variant of chronic lyricosis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, here we go, Because it's by the same author, of course. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know what to do, Brian. You holler out your own name when you can identify the song. Michael, you do the same. The first one to get two out of three, or well, I think we're kind of going three out of five. Is what we did oh, yesterday. Okay, sure. Well, let's just see what happens. See how good these guys are before Uh-oh. we and see how many songs you know. Uh-huh. All right, are y'all ready, boys? Uh, is there a penalty for wrong answers? Uh, no, you just get one yes, guess. Yes, the game lasts longer. Okay, here we go, boys. First song. Not, not yet. I'm going to go with Oh Come You All. Brian. Yes, yes, Brian. Oh, oh Come You All, All You Faithful. Mm. Oh, no. All right. Michael, do you have a guess before I play it again? I'm, I'll listen one more time. Okay. Mm. The three words that best describe you are as follows. And yeah. I quote, okay, You right. suck! Shut up! Sit down! You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> uh, no. All right, so no, we're right. moving on. Uh, y'all didn't get that one. That was Blue Christmas. Of course. Oh, I'll have a blue yeah, Christmas. I, when you're trying to get them to identify a song, you might want to just eliminate that scatting that you do at the beginning of a song. <laughs> oh, that, maybe that was it. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was trying to find the right note. Oh, I see. No, it didn't help. Okay. His right, music boys. teacher told him to make it his own. That was the mistake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, but but on the good uh, the good news right. side, we're only going two out of three. Okay, okay. Good, 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 good. Okay. We're all, all right. Here we go. Here we go, boys. Song number two. Yes, Brian. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sure is. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All righty, that is one for Brian. Are you both sure about that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I practiced on the car horn all weekend. (laughs) Watch almost drove me off. (laughs) All right, here we go. Brian, you get another one, you win. Michael, you need one to tie. See what you can do with this one, boys. (laughs) 
Brian. Rudolph, uh, Michael. Yeah. Who was in first? Uh, Brian. Brian, Brian yeah. was in. All right, Brian. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. You had a very shiny nose. All right. Brian from Huntsville, Alabama claims this prize package. Doggone it, Michael. You didn't. Didn't really do that well. I don't no, think it was me. I said John Boy. I thought it would be better. I'm sort of the John Boy of piano players, so, well, so it didn't gone. work out for me. Yeah. Well, Michael, we appreciate you, buddy. You have a Merry Christmas. You try again in time, all right? Merry Christmas to you all, too. Oh, all right, man. Here. And Brian, down in Huntsville, you got the big old liquid performance automotive cleaning and detailing kit and your last name and a hat for this little nice little bag of giraffe that I have from a, oh. from a Happy Meal, it looks like. All right. Thank you. And how about a shout in for all the big show people over the years and everything that have given us smiles and laughs, including Dub, Rob Rayford, mm-hmm. and General Sadler, and many more. And thank you, folks. God bless you and all your families for all the joy you bring. Oh, Brian, thank you, bud. It means a lot, man. We appreciate you, boy. You have a Merry Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas. All thank right. You. We can touch people no matter how bad I am. You better stop that. <laughs> Good morning. Got a big show on the radio. All right. If you uh, plan on uh, playing my Christmas songs on the trumpet, I mean, naming the songs that I play on the trumpet, yeah, we just did it. You know, it's, it's okay with Billy and I. We talked about it. If you want to let somebody else play it, that is fine. Oh, you know, I should let y'all do that and see how hard it is. I'm not putting my mouth on that. <laughs> That's what I figured. Yeah. Uh, Santa Claus coming to town. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Blue Christmas. Mark those off the Christmas songs list. Okay, uh, good. Forever. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the classic beer request. We got D. Wayne Smith from Farmington, Missouri. D. Wayne says, I'd love to hear the Mr. Rhubarb driving a sesame seed bus. Okay. So sesame street bus or seed? Tater, did you street, figure out? Yeah, it's sesame street bus. Yeah. All right, D. Wayne, you being funny, stupid. It's probably just uh, Hang on, buddy. We got your request coming up next. <laughs> Short radio rolling through you Tuesday. Classic beer request from D. Wayne Smith, Farmington, Missouri. Or it might be Dwayne Smith. Taylor was wondering about the pronunciation there. <laughs> tomato, tomato, right? Dwayne, I don't Dwayne. know. <laughs> you got it. Uh, D. Wayne, Dwayne. Here's your classic bit request of the morning. I'm Mr. Rhubarb. Here's my spot on the big show parking lot. Of course, I get to move in during Mr. Rhubarb time. Yes, you do. Hello, John Boy. Hello. How are you today? I am excellent. Today. That's a lovely word. Uh Uh-huh. Because today is today. Right. Tomorrow won't be today. Mm -mm. Yesterday is not today. Mm Mm-mm. Today, today is today. Is today. Yeah, Can you say that? Uh, all that? No, no, not the whole thing. Just, uh, just oh, today. Oh yeah, today. And who's your little friend over there? <laughs> oh, you know. Oh. Hello. <clears throat> uh, uh, he- hello, Mr. Rupert. <laughs> oh, it's you, Billy. How are you today? <clears throat> I- I- I'm fine. How are you? Today. Have you ever thought about that word? Yes, a lot in the last say two or three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, Randy. Good morning, and how are you today? 
I'm um I'm I'm not a part of your little world. Does your wife know you're wearing her shoes? You know what I mean? You're just mean. You know that, Mr. Rhubarb? And you're just mean. I'm finished with you now. Okay. Can you say that? Yes. On second thought, can you say nothing? Nothing. Hey, you're right, John Boy. That's fun. Shut you. up, Randy. See? Jackie, how are they? I mean, how are you today? I know how they are today. They will be the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. Can I ask a question? Sure. Are you perhaps jet-lagged or something? I'm just happy to be here oh, with you. Okay. I, and if I, I hurry wondering. up, I'm out the door. Yeah, I know exactly. how this works. Yeah. Did you know that? Uh, yes. Well, of course yeah, you did. Of course we did. Yes, we invented it. Okay. Okay. A guy arrives for his first day on the job as a school bus driver. Uh-huh. The principal gives him the keys and tells him his bus is the one with all the cartoon characters painted on it. Well, at his first stop, he gets a pubby little churl. <laughs> he gets a... Well, he better not let his supervisor find out about that. Golly, Randy, you're saying something. I meant to say a chubby little girl got on the bus. Well, that's a lot better than what you had. She said, hi, my name is Patty. She took her seat, and he drove to the next stop. There was another chubby little girl. She gets on the bus and says, hi, my name is Patty. At his next stop, a boy gets on the bus. He was regular size. He said, hi, my name is Ross, and I'm special. He then drives to the next stop where he picks up another little boy, and this boy gets on the bus and says, hi, my name is Lester Chase. So Lester takes his seat and proceeds to take off his shoes. Shoes. Mm. That's a funny word. <laughs> he then starts picking at blisters on the bottom of his feet. Ew. Ew is the correct response. <laughs> right. Disgusted with all this, the bus driver returns to the school and lets all the kids off. He then goes into the principal's office, threw the bus keys on the desk, and shouted, <laughs> I quit. When the principal said, what's wrong? The bus driver said, one day on the job, and I end up with two obese Patty Special Ross Lester Chase picking bunions on a Sesame Street bus. <laughs> you know, maybe it's me that's jet lagged. I didn't realize. Get it? Yeah. Can I talk now? Sure, Randy. What's on your mind? Get out. Get I'll, out. Say, I told you. Yeah, I guess I'll right. be going now. See you, Mr. Rubar. Yeah, okay, let me go. All right, good job. Get out. Out. Don't out. stop it, Jackie. Mr. Rhubarb. Okay. What? Just a second. (laughs) What? I know. See, you proved my point. You're going to put me out the door, and then no more Mr. Rhubarb. (laughs) Well, not today. That was the plan, yeah. I'm tired of that crap. Can y'all see that? Crap. 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 Yes, that's crap. Okay. So when can I come back? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Saturday? Saturday, yeah. Okay. I'll be here Saturday. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, it looks like I'll be seeing y'all again real soon for Mr. <laughs> Rhubarb time. <laughs> okay. High five. High five. Yeah, high five. Hey, there's a little boy just walking. <laughs> I thought we had him out the door. He's going to take his shoes off and just... Oh, no. Hey, is that you, Lester? <laughs> That's not Lester. That's Eric. Now, come What's on, Mr. Rubarb. We got to go, man. We got to go. We got we got things to do here. <laughs> He's not part of your little world either. <laughs> They're going, I don't believe there really is a little boy at this point. All right. Little boy. I'm not leaving until the little boy talks. <laughs> Eric.
You know what? I might just stand here all day like Killer B. Now, see, he's talking, <laughs> and you're talking over him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what? It's okay, man. Hi, Eric. <laughs> Okay, we're out, we're out of music, Mr. Rhubarb. Yeah, get out, man. Okay. Huh? See, that was easy. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio here for a few more minutes for a wrap-up to December the 14th broadcast. Yeah. And I guess it could be worse, y'all. I could play the clarinet. You know, the name Christmas song is over That might actually be worse. Actually, <laughs> that's, right. yeah. that, that's what I played in the high school band. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. I'm going to get you a clarinet. We can do a duet. Oh, I gave it away a long time ago. <laughs> and up. Uh, need... Uh, Greg Horn in here. Greg Flute Boy Horn. Yeah. Get the flute <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. The uh, winner of my daily stuff today, this bagged giraffe. It's a little, it's a, one of them T.Y. with a heart on it hanging out his ear. That's, I, I that's people's like Beanie Baby. Yes. So it's a beanie Dummy, baby. that's a Beanie uh, Baby. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Well, it doesn't have beans in it because I can feel it through the plastic bag. Well, that's, yes, the, that's the version that McDonald's put in their, their Happy oh, Meals. Oh, how about that? Well, this will make a great stocking stuffer. You got a little kid that likes giraffes on your Christmas list. <laughs> <laughs> They're so popular with kids. I mean, dinosaurs are just way out of time. Uh, remember, yeah, the daily stuff. You got to win a contest to win the daily stuff. But online, thebigshow.com. Go ahead and register for the weekly stuff. See that Sam Bass Happy Holidays diecast race car and that hardback copy of the coffee table book, Dale Earnhardt Determined. Okay. But the winner, yeah, the uh, Beanie Baby Giraffe there. Winner of the current events quiz this morning yeah there you go amanda troll from gleason tennessee amanda i light up your life with a little (laughs) beanie baby giraffe headed your way all right all right okay now Believe it or not, that's the end of the broadcast. Oh, yeah. So the really Late Risers podcast is next. Get it wherever you get your podcast. We got it set up easy for you. Go to thebigshow.com. Okay. Nah, All okay. right. Get to work. Let's get it, Billy. Bitbox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for 9.99. Buy them once. Play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. Anytime's the perfect time for John Boy and Billy's Southern Sweet Tea, y'all. Stock up at Food Lion for your favorite store. Order JBB stuff by phone, 800 471 stuff. Online services by animate.com. Hi, y'all. Hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. We will be back at it on tomorrow. We love you and we mean it. Bye, Randy. What you got? Gonna have the happy, happy, happiest Christmas since Finn Crosby tap dance with Danny Kay. Never mind that. <laughs> Here comes Mungo. <laughs> I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started the Big Take DC. 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.